0: Welcome to class. My name is Jeff Pullier, and you're listening to Heroclix 201. With this show, I want to dive into details that many players, especially new ones, may not know. This is a history lesson where you'll learn about game elements that don't come into play very often. Today's episode was recorded on 14th December, 2018. Set Spotlight, where I talk about a specific release and feature noteworthy figures from that set. Critical Mass was the final set of 2003. This was a Marvel set with 96 figures to be found in boosters, 22 LEs, and a convention-exclusive Colossal also assigned to the set. The rookie Diablo was an uncommon and set number CM064. He had a cost of 82 points for 7 clicks, 6 range 2 targets, no team ability, and the swim movement special. He would later be given the mystical and pass keywords. His numbers were terrible, starting at a lousy 7 8 16, 3, and ending with a remarkably worse 4-5-12-1. Why bother mentioning him then? He had powers that didn't require any any attack rolls. He opened with one click of force blast, three clicks of poison, and two clicks of outwit. After the poison were two clicks of incapacitate that would require a very lucky roll to succeed with his attack value of six on both of those clicks. His final two clicks had smoke cloud, again, a power that didn't require him to actually attack someone. In his defense space, he had five clicks of willpower followed by 2 of regeneration to keep him alive cm077 was the experience to umar another uncommon umar was 69 points had a 10 range single target no team ability and was given the mystical keyword she started with a decent 710 152 but finished at 46111 she had phasing teleport at all except clicks 4 and 5 Offensively, she had Incapacitate on clicks 1, 2, 3, 6, and 7 with Telekinesis on clicks 4 and 5. Energy Shield Deflection on her first three clicks helped make up for her lower defense numbers and she had Barrier the rest of the dial. Range Combat Expert on her first two clicks could have made that 10 range extra dangerous. The rare Celine CM081, is our red-ringed veteran for this lesson. She was 71 points for 8 clicks with a 6 range single target, no team ability, and later given the keywords externals, hellfire club, mystical, and psychic. An expert manipulator, Celine starts with 4 clicks of mind control. She had no move power the next 2 clicks, and then phasing teleport the final 2. Offensively, she had 2 clicks of telekinesis, 2 of energy explosion, and her vampiric side came out with steel energy the rest of the dial. She had four clicks of toughness and no damage powers at all. Celine's first click was 9 2 and click 8 was 5-6-12-1. Umar's big brother Dormammu made his hero clicks debut in this set as the Silver Ringed Unique CM092. He had 11 clicks. 10 range single target and no team ability for 206 points. He was retroactively given the keywords Deity, Mystical, and Ruler. He started with 8, 12, 16, 3. While his defense numbers aren't great, his attack powers remained viable for a long time, not dipping below 9 until click 8. His final click, click 11, was 6, 17, 13, 2. He had no movement powers. His only attack power was Penetrating Psychic Blast, which he kept clear through to click 9. He had Invulnerability the first 4 clicks, and Toughness the rest of the dial. Finally, Dormammu had Outwit on clicks 4 through 9. Next is the LE Calypso Ezili CM210. Like Destiny from Explosion, Calypso was just an inexpensive source of probability control, having that on the first three of her four clicks. That was her only power. Her numbers were 6, 7, 13, 1 at the highest and 4, 4, 10, 1 at the lowest. She was 22 points with a 4 range single target, no team ability, and would be given the keyword mystical. Finally, we come to the convention exclusive, CM225 Galactus. Galactus was playable either as a character or as a scenario for a group of players to tackle. I've provided a link to the the Galactus rules in the show notes. As a playable character, Galactus could be fielded at 600, 1200, or 1800 points. At 600 points, the player would only use the starving dial. At 1,200, Galactus would start with the Hungry Dial and then move to the Starving Dial after the Hungry Dial reached KOs. When played at the full 1,800 points, Galactus started with the Mighty Dial, then Hungry, and then Starving. At 1,800 points, he had 41 clicks of life. On his worst click, click 19 of the Starving Dial, he still had 8 10, 17, 5. Galactus could be given a power action to take any three actions. He could use what we now call colossal stamina, but didn't take damage from it. He had the power cosmic team ability, and eventually the cosmic keyword, flight, and of course, the colossal damage symbol. He took up three by six squares. Galactus had 16 range triple target on his two higher point dials and 12 range dual target on the starving dial. He didn't have to break away, and opposing characters also broke away automatically. He ignored Force Blast, Incapacitate, Mind Control, Plasticity, Poison, Penetrating Psychic Blast, Shape Change, Steel Energy, and Support. Galactus was the first character to have exploit weakness, having it on 21 of his 41 possible clicks. For a full look at his powers, please see the visual companion on Facebook, or look up his dial on HC Realms. This Galactus is still a major threat, even today. There are keywords we all knew and used, both named and generic, but what about the other, almost unknown keywords? Let's reach into the keyword Cornucopia. The rare Celine from Critical Mass has the Externals keyword. Much to my surprise, she's one of only two characters to ever have it. The other is the experienced Gideon from GSX. The Externals were a subset of mutants that were nearly immortal, able to recover from nearly any wound and in some cases even return from the dead. As it turns out, most known externals have never been clixed. Since they're not an active group in current comics, it's not likely that we'll see more of them in the game. Actual possibilities for the keyword do include Apocalypse and Cannonball, although whether or not they're externals is open to debate. It's Team Ability Time Capsule. In this segment, I'll talk about an ATA or a team ability that isn't used any longer. The Hellfire Club Inner Circle was a print-and-play ATA. It had a cost of six points per character using it. To use it, characters had to have the Hellfire Club keyword. It read, quote, Characters using this team ability can use stealth if they are adjacent to a friendly character using this team ability, end quote. Apparently, evil is sneakier when it bands together. Now sponsoring... I don't have commercial sponsors, but I'm still going to promote a product or service every episode. This is a business that I like and support, and think you could too. The Portland Superheroes Coalition isn't a business, but rather a group of volunteers who dress as heroes and villains. They make appearances in Oregon and Southwest Washington primarily for charity events. They also visit hospitalized children to help brighten the day for the kids. More than just cosplayers, these fine people seek to make the world a better place. You can find out more about them by searching for them on Facebook or by visiting their webpage, portlandsuperheroes.wordpress.com. In Map Minutiae, I'm going to cover a specific map or two from the hunters that have been produced over the years. The Nexus of Reality was an outdoor map from the OP kit for month one of the Infinity Gauntlet event. It was a standard size map, 24 squares by 18 squares. The Nexus of Realities had some hindering terrain and two large areas of blocking terrain, each one taking up 25 squares. Between these two areas of blocking was an orange bordered area of 38 squares. This orange zone had special text called Caught in the Nexus. Quote, Orange squares are treated as clear terrain. Characters occupying orange squares can't be given close combat actions, range combat actions, or power actions, but can break away automatically, end quote. In effect, this was a neutral zone where characters could be attacked, but couldn't attack on their own. Battlefield conditions can help your team or hinder your enemy. Of course, that's a double-edged sword. Time to break down some BFC DNA. The astral plane battlefield condition came out with the Fantastic Forces set. It read, quote, hindering terrain becomes clear terrain for movement purposes, end quote. In effect, this turned hindering terrain into what we now call obscuring terrain. I think that this could be a very good BFC to play in a Golden Age game on the Wakanda map from Avengers Defenders War. What are the things you reach for when you want more than a standard light and heavy object? From cardboard object with special abilities to 3D representations, from word balloons to light constructs, this is Item Inspection. First appearing in Sinister, the step ladder is a light object with a zero-point cost. Far handier than something to hit an opposing figure with, though, was its special text. Quote, When this object occupies a square adjacent to a square of higher elevation, the squares are connected by a ladder. This object is not hindering terrain for movement purposes. End quote. While this would have been useful back in the day, it's even better under current rules. Since any character can pick up light objects now, carrying a ladder to a hard-to-reach elevated area could be very handy for characters without access to some form of improved movement that allows them to ignore elevated terrain. This is available in the print and play area of WizKids.com, and I'll have a link in the show notes. Or you could just print out the picture from the visual companion to this lesson. Another 3D object that came out with Infinity Challenges Indoor Adventure Set was the Office Desk. Like all of those objects, it had no point cost and a special effect. In the case of the Office Desk, it could be used as a light object like normal, or it could add plus two to the defense of the character carrying it versus a single attack. This was a one-and-done defense bonus since the Office Desk would be destroyed whether used for an attack or the defense bonus. Still, not bad for no points at all. For a price, you could add extra powers to your characters if they met certain qualifications. These are the featured feats. The alias feat mimicked having a secret identity. It had a cost of three points and a prerequisite for a character to have the standard attack and damage symbols to use it. Quote, choose a character, optional. This character can use shape change if it cannot already. After this feat is used, remove it from the game, end quote. From a storytelling standpoint, the chosen character fooled the attacker into thinking they're somebody else before an attack roll was even made. This was another one-and-done effect, though. Whirlwind had the prerequisite of Force Blast, quote, Choose a character. When the character uses Force Blast, the result of the six-sided die roll can be split among multiple target-adjacent opposing characters. The targets are otherwise affected normally by Force Blast. Quote. Let's say a Thor with Force Blast was surrounded by three opposing figures. With a Force Blast roll of three, he could have knocked one figure away three squares, or one figure two and another figure one space, or all three figures one space away each. Whirlwind had a cost of six points to use. Time for character creation, where I'll take a character that's never been clicked or should be redone and give them a new dial-in card. Umar, the twin sister of Dormammu and mother of Clea, is long overdue to be clixed again as Critical Mass was the only time she's been in the game. She first appeared in Strange Tales number 150 in 1966 and is an enemy of the Defenders in general and Dr. Strange specifically. She also was just as likely to have been opposing her brother as supporting him, sometimes even taking the Flames of Faltine and rulership of the Dark Dimension from Dormammu. My Umar would be playable at two point values, 200 points and 100 points. Both point values have the Mystic's team ability, an 8-range single target, and the Cosmic, Mystical, and Ruler keywords. The 100-point version has 6 clicks. The 200-point version has 3 more very powerful clicks. Click number 1 for both versions is 10-10-18-3. Umar's only trait is Deposing Dormammu. Quote, when played at her lower point value, Umar is KO'd when her dial crosses the red line. If played at full points, Umar is not KO'd immediately upon crossing the red line and gains Paracosmic, Poison, and Giant Size. Quote. Those first six clicks, or only six clicks for 100 points, have phasing teleport all the way. Also on all six clicks is her special attack power, Seductress Without Equal. Quote, Umar can use mind control and adds plus one to her attack roll when doing so. If the target has the brute keyword, add plus three to her attack instead. End quote. Her defense powers are more flexible. Umar starts with one click of willpower, followed by two clicks of supersenses, two clicks of barrier, and a click of regeneration. In the damage row, she has probability control top dial and then perplex the rest of the way her final click at the 100 point value is 79162 at the 200 point value she adds 3 clicks after the initial 6 the numbers are 712194 then 712184 and finally 711182 the first two of those have running shot precision strike energy shield deflection, and her special damage power, Ruler of the Dark Dimension. Quote, stop, probability control, leadership. Umar takes a maximum of one damage from any source, end quote. On her final click, she has Charge, Steel Energy, Regeneration, and the Rule of the Dark Dimension again. That's it for this time. Thank you for listening. Heroclix 201 is presented by the Podcastcadia Network. Questions or comments? Want to chime in about an upcoming topic? I welcome your feedback. Search for Heroclix 201 on Facebook, where you'll also find a visual companion to the various things I discussed this episode. You can also support the show on Patreon. Special thanks to HC Realms for being an incredible source of information and images. The theme music is Getting It Done by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Next lesson, I'll be talking about Unleashed. Until then, be good, have fun, play clicks.